You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello, and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the director of SEO and social media for Advanced Digital. Now, unfortunately, John can't make today. I know he's been uh, missed a couple shows. He's uh, had some... Um, Things come up, so he hasn't been able to be in here, but uh, I know he, he wasn't feeling too well for a while there, so I'm hoping uh, things are getting better and we can have him on the show soon. But uh, definitely miss him. So, Happy yeah. New Year, everyone. I know it's uh, been a bit of a gap. It was just crazy over the holidays. I couldn't even fathom doing a show, but uh, I hope you don't mind. I hope you all enjoy yourself and there weren't any dramatic drops in search rankings or just all increases. That'd be a great way to start the new year, wouldn't it? Well... Today, I wanted to jump into a few news uh, points of news and also into uh, maybe, we'll see, a little bit of a, of a site review. I'm trying to do more and more of those again. Uh, one of my <laughs> New Year's resolutions. Yeah, right. When I, I, actually, I shouldn't say that. If I do that, it means it won't happen. But uh, it, it's something I'd like to do more of. So one thing that uh, Brasco's helped me do a little of research here and, and something that he brought up, and although it was older, it was actually good, it was that... Uh, I think we covered it in the last show a while back, anyway. Back in October, Eric Enga wrote about um, uh, six major Google changes that reveal the future of SEO. Now, when I read it, uh, I was a little confused because it, it does look like it's posted now, but it's actually older. Um, they posted it as one of the most popular posts on Search Engine uh, Watch. But uh, he, he goes through a few things, such as not provided uh, uh, showing that Google is just, again, trying to shut the door on keywords, anything we can use to help us, because that's the way Google works. Um, no page rank updates uh, since last February, uh, although there is rumor this is going to be, they, they are going to be pulling it back in, at least that's what I understood John said the last time we had. I haven't read up on that. Uh, Hummingbird, humongous change to Google, uh, literally 
swapping out the engine that runs the beast. Um, and this has dramatically increased the relevance of search, the ability to, to find results under question or, or query searches that are extremely long. Um, everyone was freaking out about it possibly affecting uh, rankings on their sites, but really no one noticed it when it was launched. And that's why, uh, and the reason why is uh, the, the type of search didn't affect necessarily rankings for many businesses. It just allowed them to be found a little better, perhaps in longer tail searches. Uh, Google Plus uh, uses talking about how, how much growth there's been. It's been, it's really has exploded over 2013 and uh, it's just getting more and more powerful. Uh, I know many people are finding that they share in Google Plus and it gets any kind of traction. It, it has some uh, pretty significant benefits for traffic to their site uh, now, that's direct, uh, and there's more correlation, not causation, from uh, that kind of uh, sharing and what happens in search. Again, I, I say it that way because there's no perfect evidence by any means that uh, it is directly affecting search at any short period of time anyways. Uh, I think all of us can agree to some degree that it is making some impact, and it's something that is very good to do. Uh, Facebook has all but destroyed its well, by being a, a walled garden in my opinion well, Facebook has really really uh, I guess demoted itself in terms of priorities when it comes to getting content out there for business uh, I, I mean not completely obviously I mean, it's great for advertising but uh, when it comes like when you paid advertising but uh, I, I just find that the benefits of working at Google Plus you get a lot of traction within your own communities that you may have or be a part of. And you also get some more traction in your stream. Plus you have the benefits of, of uh, additional relevance and potential rankings in Google itself, which is obviously the Holy grail of traffic. So to me, the, the answer is obvious. Google plus Facebook can't touch it right now. Um, And especially in the future authorship, well connected to Google plus, uh, was a big, big move over the last year. Obviously, it's older. 2011 was when it was originally brought out, but it's gained some steam, and there's been uh, some notations from Matt Cuts that this is going to be something that's that's going to be rolled out a little more of in 2014 in terms of uh, perhaps some implementation into the algorithm. Uh, I'm very intrigued to see how that comes out. I'm sure everyone's going to be watching, and uh, it's going to be, the airwaves are going to be bombarded with uh, uh, content as soon as we hear anything about that actually happening. If it does, you know them. They, they love launching this stuff without telling us and seeing whether or not we notice it. Uh, in fact, Matt's, I, I swear I swear, I could almost see his grin saying, uh, you know, we launched this. You didn't notice. Couldn't be that big a deal. Or you guys weren't watching. <laughs> uh, it's, it's their style these days. and So be it. They should have some fun too, right? Uh, in-depth articles, it's a new feature they, la- they launched on August 6th. Uh, it's essentially up to 10% of users' daily information needs, in- needs involve learning about a broad topic. So they pick people who, are, uh, who write incredibly in-depth articles that, well, essentially should be read. Uh, they're, they're, they should stand out. They deserve to stand out, so they do. Uh, the pattern he's pointing to is something we've discussed before, uh, probably more menacingly in the sense of I just get so pissed off, but 
Google's essentially taking away a lot of the tools we had for tactical SEO. Uh, not all of them, obviously. SEO is far from dead and very effective still. But they have taken away a few of the tools in our tool chest uh, by removing keywords, by taking away page rank, by no, I should first <laughs> note because I know John would be on on on, on this in a second. Page rank is not something that he and I have been focusing on, but it is something that is focused on by many a webmaster out there, and they are sure frustrated to, to have lost that. Uh, in any case. The pattern definitely seems to be that Google is pointing everything towards making us work harder, provide better content, all the things they've always said they wanted to do. So kudos to them, right? But the one thing I wanted to bring up here was uh, something that comes up in my audits all the time. I mean, I've talked about them. I probably talk about it every time. It just is such a key point, key part of our life here at Stepforth. Uh, we're doing many audits and finding incredibly interesting uh, findings on, on a regular basis. Uh, and one thing he actually points to here is, quote unquote, the focus now is on understanding your target users, producing great content, establishing your authority and visibility, and providing a great experience for the users of your site, properly architecting your site so that the search engines can understand it, including, including using schema and related markup, addressing local search, if, if that's relevant to you, and work of this type still matters too. Uh, now, I would say that that's along the lines of what we provide in our reports. You know, we're looking for markup. We're looking for uh, the uh, presence of NAP, name, address, phone number. Uh, we're looking for uh, the architecture. That's absolutely key to every audit we do. Is the architecture uh, search-friendly? Not only that, is is it providing the greatest focus on the keyword or on the topic that you are currently in when you're doing a, when you're when you're navigating the site, uh, it's all about clarity, and and it's it's something that uh, the more you do, the better off your site will be. I cannot stress enough how important the, the uh, architecture is, which is always why it drives me crazy when we don't get called in before a site's being built or during, um, before preferably because we obviously don't want to change the direction of a design. At, at any rate, it is. Uh, it's a big part of creating a website, thinking about how the architecture should be built. It's not just how the design is, how it looks and how fancy it looks and just following a template you find on WordPress or whatever it may be. You have to sometimes provide a little programming, do a little programming, mess, it with, mess with it a bit to make it work, not only for users, you know, it looks pretty, but also for search engines and ultimately your end goals. With that said, let's take a quick break and we get back. Got a few more pieces of news. And uh, again, we'll see if we can get into a few points of a, an audit. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. And a pitch. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. And that's the ball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short brand and attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. 
We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link-building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD, DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine. WebmasterRadio.fm presents The Shoe Money Show. Your host, Jeremy Shoemaker, covers all the angles from contextual advertising, affiliates, donations, subscription, direct sales, pay-per-click, and more. Show me the money. On demand, anytime, inside the advertising channel. On webmasterradio.fm. Trying to crank in the cash. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. And welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Kirkut. Oh. No, he's not. Geez, there you go, reading a script again. <laughs> Poor John, he's not here today. But uh, I'm myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. I'm here, and uh, pardon my poor English on myself. That's pretty weak. In any case, let's jump into this. Uh, one of the things that uh, I thought was kind of interesting is that Bing has begun to support, uh, of all things, HTTPS search, which means, uh, again, not provided. So in other words, we will no longer be able to get keywords from Bing. Now, before you jump all over the place and justify we get angry, uh, Bing is, it does not appear, at least from what I've seen in this article, that they are mandatorily making this happen at this point. It, it seems the only way you can uh, have that work is by doing a search under the HTTPS version uh, of the site. But uh, they're currently testing it. it says, uh, now this is thanks to search engine, search engine land. It says, quote, unquote, at Bing, we are always experimenting to improve the overall search experience and understand the people want choices in how they protect their privacy online. By providing optional access to Bing.com via HTTPS, we are giving everyone the ability to decide how they use Bing while also being thoughtful about how we implement this functionality. So, again, optional. Uh, how long that will stand, I don't know. Uh, they do like to differentiate themselves, and obviously any kind of uh, benefit they can offer people that might bring them to Bing is a good thing, and, and they can use all the help they can get, I imagine. Um, although they, you know, they seem to be growing steadily if, if, you know, in small gains. They're, they're there, and they're definitely uh, worth looking into when you're doing any kind of web marketing. Uh, now, another point... Uh, Brasco and I were talking about, I, I thought this was pretty amazing. Uh, Google just bought Nest Labs. Uh, now, 
what is this? Nest is the thermostat you can buy. You've probably seen them in Home Depot or wherever you may be, Lowe's. And, and it, it essentially uh, is a smart thermostat. It gets to know based on what you've been doing, how often you turn things down, turn them up, what uh, what and when you need your, your thermostat at and when. You know. So it's, it's $3.2 billion is what Google just paid for it in cash. Um, I'm kind of excited, I have to admit, because I do love home automation. And I was actually thinking about this at night, you know, when your mind starts to go wild before you go to sleep, about uh, Google and how I see home automation being a key, key part of what they're doing. They want to be everywhere, right? They want to be in part of your life. Imagine if you could manage uh, the settings and such within your Google account. Kind of creepy from a uh, security perspective, literal security at home, but uh, it's interesting. And and this this is a big leap. Uh, again, it's into another piece of hardware. Excited or not, it's it's happened. It's big, and uh, it was just announced uh, forty five minutes ago or so. So something to keep in mind if you're uh, getting into home automation, which I am. Uh, it's it's kind of neat. Uh, it might be something worth investing in then on one of these Nest devices. All right. <laughs> now, I don't know the details around this. This made me laugh, I have to admit, uh, although it's just, just because it's so horrible. Uh, in a story reported by NBC News, uh, the popular Berlin Square Theodor Huss Platz was momentarily renamed Adolf Hitler Platz on Google Maps. Uh, the Google's apologized for the error in an email sent to NBC stating we were not made aware of a wrong and inappropriate Berlin Street named on Google Maps and have corrected this as quickly as possible. Uh, wow, that's a mess up, I'll say. Anyways, you know, everyone's on top of them. It's one thing that Google has. Uh, thank God they got a lot of lawyers. Uh, they gotta, they're busy. Now, let's touch on one more thing here before uh, I jump into a bit of an, a review. Uh Widgets. This is something that I saw uh, um, Barry Schwartz mention uh, recently. Uh, it was about links within widgets. He'd actually asked Google to. Um, it was in one of his posts. You know, you know, please provide some clarity here because within the Google Webmaster guidelines, it said um, links were not allowed in within widgets. Now yeah, that they could be harmful to your site, which is ridiculous, really. It's totally ridiculous. There's nothing wrong with links within widgets. This stuff just makes me livid. They, should, they have no right to tell us what's, what we can or cannot do with something as, as really as, something as useful as a widget. I mean, it, this is stuff that helps us. Anyway, he says, uh, Mad Cut says, thanks to Danny Sullivan, they have clarified this. So previously the guideline read, quote-unquote, links embedded in widgets that are distributed across various sites can be a problem. Uh, I added that can be a problem. (laughs) Today, the guideline reads, keyword-rich, hidden, or low-quality links embedded in widgets that are distributed across various sites. There you go. A little more uh, depth to that. Uh, Now, if this is a widget that you don't control the links within, that's something to be concerned. And I know that's something that has been mentioned before, uh, by the Google team, you know, you should you really be putting widgets on your site when you can't moderate what links appear. 
there's validity to that. Uh, then again, there's ads. You putting your site from Google AdSense, and yes, you may be able to moderate it, but not until after you see it. Uh, it's not a perfect world. So I hope they are very careful about applying any kind of penalty thanks to a widget if you can't control what links appear. Even if you're certain to, to a relative degree that uh, the links are going to be a good quality, there's going to be incidences where you can't control that. Now, one of the sites I'll just start on here was uh, uh, called Surety Bonds. Uh, it was one of the ones submitted to our Google Plus community page, SEO 101, Google Plus community. And it is uh, Surety Bonds, National One Surety Bond producer with more than 25,000 bonds available in all 50 states. So I'll, I'm assuming, I, I'm, I'm not familiar with Surety Bonds, but obviously insurance of some kind, underwriting. And this person has asked for a review. So, what I see when I first get to the site at suretybonds.com is a clear, fairly concise uh, ability or, or uh, prompt to go through a sales process, step one, step two, and finished. looks very simple, which is quite attractive. Uh, they have accreditation, accreditation with Better Business Bureau, certain things that speak to me. Um, in terms of a, a, a visitor, they've used featured in USA Today, New York Times, all those different things which add a lot of credibility to a page. Now I'm talking about conversions and, and influence here um, in terms of getting you to buy. I think that's those are very strong, very strong uh, implementations on a homepage. And an easy, it's easy to find the phone number. Really good. So from a conversion perspective, I imagine they're doing quite well from this page. Uh, 1.6K likes on Facebook is not bad either. Uh, now, they have a thing where we get into the SEO here, where it says surety bonds explained quickly and easily. Within this, they have inline text links. Those are good. Uh, inline text links are the links that appear within a paragraph. They just appear, for example, it says whether you're looking for a basic definition, wondering how rates are calculated, or need your specific surety bond cost, in that instance, that's that partial sentence, uh, a basic definition and how rates are calculated and surety bond cost are all links to specific sections of the site. Very well done. Um, I love inline text links. It's just a very logical method for having people uh, navigate your site and get to where they want to go quickly. It also it's a nice way to link into deep sections of your site if there happen to be any areas that are uh, a few clicks down based on the normal navigation it's nice to link directly into them gives google a quick short a shortcut into those those deeper realms of your site uh surety bonds doesn't look like it's overwritten on this page uh, it's used both from a uh branding perspective as well as a two-word uh, use so that uh, leans in their favor. It's always good to use the branding perspective if you have that domain. So suretybonds.com, they've got their, that noted. They've also got the text, surety, space, and bond. Um, bonds, looks like they're, they're optimizing for the word bonds as well. Licensed bonds, permit bonds. It's It's pretty good you know i don't see it being a huge issue right now and this is what i read from the the exposed what i see when i'm on the page so let's look at the background here 
Interesting. They have practically nothing in the header here. Very lean header. That's good in terms of download speeds. I see the meta description tag, and I don't see a meta keyword tag. Yes. All right. This is good. Their description tag is really well written for sales. Now, remember, I've mentioned this countless times before, but it's always worth mentioning again. The meta description tag plays no role in whether or not your site is ranked within search results. However, it is your sales pitch. If you do get a ranking, or when you do, your ranking often will use the description tag as your description underneath, or whatever whatever ranking may appear. So in this case, uh, they've got a very good call to action, even includes their phone number, talks about friendly customer service, free shipping, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This sounds comforting, sort of thing I would want to click on. So... Good on them. Google Analytics, I can't tell whether this is the new version of it, but they are using that. Looks like they're doing some split testing. Yeah, Google Website Optimizer. And they're using AdRoll. So they're pretty advanced. Uh, I think there's some very good uh, examples of work here. It's clean, clean code. They've obviously got a very good developer. For my limited knowledge of, of programming, it looks very clean. Now, one of the issues here uh, I'm finding within the navigation is a lack of siloing. And I want to get into that, but let's just uh, take a quick break. And when I do, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll come back and, and I'll talk about how this could be better siloed. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated in .com. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 12th Annual Internet Advertising Competition Award. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2014. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry today into the Web Marketing Association's 12th Annual IAC Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. 
You have made it to the Merchant Help Desk. We'll break down ways to succeed in your online marketing operation, SEO for e-commerce, legal issues, PCI compliance, and more. Merchant Help Desk, on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, hosted by Ross Dunn, that's me, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. <laughs> um, uh, sounds so cheesy. Anyways, let's uh, jump into a little more of this uh, Shirty Bond site before we finish up today. Uh, I was looking at a bit of their backlinks, which I'll get into in a sec. But to be beginning with, uh, let's look at the navigation. So it's one of the typical down, uh, drop-down navigations that's fairly large. When you hover over it, you see a significant uh, graphical interface with text links below. It's quite attractive. It's well-written, um, well-laid out. And, and they've got the different silos of sorts. One would be license and permit bonds. Another one would be construction bonds. And another one, commercial bonds. Finally, court bonds. Uh, these are logical silos. They would make a lot of sense to make these built out. And, and they've done a pretty good job. Like if I go to that page, uh, let's say license and permit bonds, I see a list within the page, a very extensive one, that uh, sending you to the various sections of the site let's say collection agency bonds, et cetera. The problem here is they aren't showing up within that subdirectory. So right now I'm in uh, license and permit bonds, but if I click on any of these, they only go to other pages within the same folder, same root folder. Um, now, if these aren't accessible anywhere else, that's fine. But typically you want, let's say, auto dealer bond or auctioneer bond and any of these to show up under uh, let's say a subfolder called license permits or license permit bond bonds. Uh, this would allow the, the again that that uh, consistency within the site. That way, siloing again. I'm going to jump back a bit here. Siloing. It's very important to understand that siloing is where, uh, let's say, you go to uh, license and permit bonds within the menu. The menu would only say that as a link. There'd be no other links below it. You could link or sorry, list the different bonds that are available, but they wouldn't be links. Or if they were, they'd only go to that main page. Go to the main page. New navigation appears somewhere, usually on the left, right. In this case, they've done it within the body. Not sure that's the best move, but they did. Um, and in that situation, the search engines see that this is all about license and permit bonds. They don't see any other links to other types of bonds. Uh, it's very clear, completely consistent. Very well done. That's how I would do it. Uh, now, let's jump cr quickly into some of the links here before I'm finished here. I was looking at their backlinks. Uh, not bad in terms of the uh, uh, and a part of any audit is looking at the on-site and off-site. Off-site being uh, backlinks, any links pointing to their site. Suretybonds.com, that particular word, that particular keyword is their highest keyword, which is very good. That's branded. Typically, branded phrases like that are safe from uh, relative overuse because people are always linking to you 
using your website address, well, that's just logical. How could you get penalized for that, right? <clears throat> now, there are some, like surety bonds, 5.4% of the links are using that phrase, surety bond, non-pluralized, 4.3. But everything looks reasonable. I, I don't see any problems there. Um, I also give them huge credit because I'm looking at some of the, their tactics they're using to build links. And they, as far as I'm concerned, are about as, uh, I guess, as kind, that's the lack of, lack, for lack of words, uh, I, I don't know. I, I would say it's the best approach to building links in, in terms of uh, feel good, and that is their scholarships. They have private scholarships, so they're getting edu links from from schools noting their scholarship. And uh, it's suretybonds.com slash scholarships, so they're getting links to that from .edu domains. Again, .edus have high, rel- high credibility in most cases. Uh, you have to be an educational institution to get a, to get a .edu uh, of some kind anyway. And although not all are great, uh, in general, they have good links. They only link to the, the best sites because otherwise it ref- reflects back on them. They, don't, they, you know, they have pretty decent uh, curation skills. So if they're linking to you, uh, it's, it's a good thing. Uh, it's not just the .edu anymore. It used to be that Google was quite simple about it. If you had a .edu domain pointing to you, you could be a crap site. You'd have some benefits. No longer. Uh, I imagine there's some argument around that. But back in the day when it was really simplistic, that's pretty much how it worked. So good. That's something I would have recommended. Uh, scholarships are a great way to go if you can afford it. And I see quite a few links that way. Uh, as well, I see uh, people just linking to them from uh, Bios within articles, um, glossaries. Uh, I haven't been able to look any with any depth to see whether or not some of these are uh, paid links that could be getting them in trouble. But uh, you know, that's the sort of stuff that uh, you know. If you're listening, uh, it's uh, uh, the, the owner of Surety Bonds here. Let's see, what was your name? I'm sorry, uh, I don't have a name. Well, there we go. Uh, if uh, you're listening, just make sure that uh, you're following the rules. These days, it's not worth it. It's just simply not worth trying to uh, flinch on the rules. So uh, ensure that what you're doing is above board with Google Webmaster Guidelines. And uh, if you do take any risks, you better take them with a, a great deal of research in hand and knowing what you're up against. No easy thing to do. Well, that's it, everyone. Um wanted to share again that, uh, you know, I'm, we're very excited about marketinghigh.com. It does have finally have a, a fair amount of users, and we would welcome you to join up. It's still um, we decided to extend the low rate of fifty dollars per year, yes, per year, for uh, essentially access to a, a, a frequently asked questions database that we're creating. Just uh, myself and Scott Van Ack, my senior SEO. So they're highly vetted, uh, great. I would say great uh, responses to questions. And you can also ask questions, 50 bucks a year. Uh, you won't find that anywhere else. So uh, hopefully uh, we'll see you on there. With that said, I hope everyone has a fantastic week. I will be back next week, hopefully with John. So on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, my fellow host who will hopefully be here soon, thank you for joining us today. If you have questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Google Plus community page, easily found by searching SEO 101 on Google+. 
Have a great week, week and remember to tune into future episodes, which are at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, every Monday on webmasterradio.fm. Goodbye, everyone. This has been a presentation of webmasterradio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.